Okay, I'm recording. I am also recording. All right. It's it's working on both screens, so we're good to go. It works. Taylor's using something janky. Something new, so if my audio's weird, it's not my fault. Not her fault. If I cough a million times, it's because I don't drink enough water and I have a dry mouth always. Welcome (laughs) back to Music Mondays. Sorry about last week, friends. Um, You see, the thing is, we have lives. Um, (laughs) And sometimes... We're really bad at time management, so we're, we keep saying, you want to record tomorrow? And we're like, yeah, maybe. And then, and then that time don't. rolls around, and then we're like, oh, wait, shit, I have a million and two other things I have to do. Like, yes, we were supposed to record this yesterday, and then I got home and was a frazzly mess and had like an hour to get my shit together before I had to leave again. So thanks for bearing with us. And if you're mad, that's your problem. That's not really my problem. This Uh, week, what are we doing? This week. Same thing that we promised. (laughs) Not Waving But Drowning by Loyal Carner. Yes. And let me just tell you a little bit about this boy. Benjamin Gerard Coyle Larner is his real name. He was born October 6th, 1994. So he's like 25. Newly 25. 25. Yep, yeah, newly 25. Happy yeah, birthday. Makes me, makes me feel bad about myself. I'm um, wildly... Sorry, I won't go on that <laughs> tangent. I was like, I'm wildly unsuccessful, you know, but it's fine. Um, his name is a... Listen to this word I learned this morning. Spoonerism. What does that mean? A spoonerism is an error in speech in which corresponding consonants, vowels, or morphemes are switched between two words in a phrase. So, like, my grandmother, when she stumbles over her words, likes to say, I got my merds mixed up. That's a spoonerism. Ah. But, so is, so his, his real last name is Coiled Larner. So he Mm. made his professional name Loyal Carner. That is easier to say. I will admit. And he did this. Sorry, I was just going to say my heat just kicked on, so if it's like, sorry, but I'm not turning it off. It's very chilly. <clears throat> um, he did this because he struggled with ADHD and dyslexia his whole childhood. Ah, gotcha. So, it's like a little, whoop, like, shout out to my dyslexia. Shout out to <laughs> mom, blah, blah. So, he um, is very obviously English mm-hmm. um, and he's been described by NME, the New Musical Express it's a British music journalism website mm-hmm. used to be a magazine as sensitive and eloquent um, so he was he was born in Lambeth, South London and brought up in um, South Croydon by his mother Jean, who is featured on the album, um, on the final track Mm-hmm. Um, and his father is from Guyana, uh, which he like kind of he like one of the lines in one of the songs is like you say I'm from Guyana, but blah 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 blah. Like he has no contact with his dad, and um, so he has oh. like no relationship with his Guyanese um, culture. Gotcha. Um, and then. 
<coughs> he tried acting for a while. Me too. Uh, when he was young. Uh, he had a small role in the 2008 film 10,000 BC. Um, and he was credited as, credited as a young hunter. And then when he started secondary education, which is like kind of London's like high school, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went to study at the Brit School, which is, um, you can get like, you can study like certain things. It's like one of those schools like where a, you can like, like a fine arts school or whatever. Yeah. And then he went on to um, get an acting degree at the Drama Center, um, but he dropped out in 2014 after his stepdad died of a sudden unexpected death and epilepsy. And then Mm. from then on, he just decided to focus on his music. Yeah. Um, He played his first, first official gig at the Button Factory in Dublin in 2012 um, as a supporting act for MF Doom, who is um, a British rapper. Um, And I'm pretty sure MF Doom is a grime artist, which, do you know what grime is? No. So grime, the, like, definition of it is it's an elect, it's a genre of electronic dance music that emerged in London in the early 2000s. Um, it has developed out of earlier UK electronic music styles, including, uh, UK Garage and Jungle, um, and draws influence from dance hall, raga, and hip hop, but um, most, like, when you hear an accent like Loyal Carners, like, the South London accent, like, that thick, like, very aggressive-sounding London accent, mm-hmm. a lot of people who get into rap from that area do grime music, which okay. makes him stand out because he has such, like, a, he does more of, like, a sung rap um, and has, like, a delicate sound to him while... Pretty much all of his counterparts in that area have the aggressive grime sound. Um, but he released his first EP in 2014 um, called A Little Late, and it was very well received, um, which then led him to support Joey Badass on his uh, UK tour and then went to play in the 2015 UK festival season, including the Glastonbury Festival. Um, and then he went on tour and collaborated with poet and spoken word artist Kate Tempest in late 2015. Mm. Nice. Um, and then that led him to play on Hugh Stevens' BBC Radio 1 show as a part of their Piano Sessions series. Um, in late 2016, he supported Nas in his show at the O2 Academy in Bristol. Um, and then in 2017, he released his debut album, which is titled Yesterday's Gone, which I don't know if you listened to any of that. I didn't. It's very good as well. Um, and then in 2017, he was nominated for the Mercury Prize um, for Yesterday's Gone. Um, and then Sampha, who is um, featured on this album, eventually won that award. Nice. And then... Um, he released Not Not Waving But Drowning in April 2019, uh, through AMF Records. So, he's been playing, um, he performed in June of this year, um, on the other stage of Glastonbury Festival, making his second appearance. 
Um, and then during the set, Tom Meesh and Jordan Reiki were brought out as guests. And Tom Meesh and Jordan Reiki both helped produce this album. And yeah, this, then, is, this is very Tom Meesh vibes. Oh, yeah. They're, like, really tight. Like, they're really good friends. Like, there's a bunch of pictures of them. Maybe I'll send one to you to put in the video. Um, of them, they're, like, riding bikes together and stuff. It's really... Nice. It's cute. They're they're good friends. Um, and Tom Meesh can do no wrong to me, so... Uh, he won an award in 2018 at the NME Awards uh, for... Best British Solo Artist, supported by VO5. Um, So, that was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job, Coil Larner. Larner Coil. Coil Carner. Yeah, I just wanted to fuck it up. (laughs) So, this album released on April 19th of this year. That feels like ages ago. I know. I remember remember posting, thanks for the birthday present, Loyal Carner. Because I love this album so much. (laughs) I like your coffee cup, by the way. Thanks. It's very huge. It's ginormous. <laughs> it's like the size of my head. My mom came to visit last week, and she was like, the week before, her, I was FaceTiming her and my dad, and my dad was like, we have a present for you. And I was like, okay. And so my mom, the first thing she does when she gets in the car is like, here's your present. And it was this mug, because nice. my, dad, my dad has always called me Sweet Pea. Mm-hmm. And that's what the mug says for people who aren't here right now. You can't see. I'm the only person who can see Taylor at the moment. So they got me this mug. It's also my birth flower. Sweat pear. That's you. You're a sweat pear. That me, bitch. Um, Anyways, what's your favorite? Um, I think my favorite was Loose Ends. Um... The girl who sings on it, I don't remember who it was. So Georgia Smith? Um, yes. I has some lovely harmonies that just, like, really, really hit me the right way. Um, so, yeah, I think that one is my favorite. I like her voice, and I just, I don't, I don't have, a, like, really a reason, but, like, I just like that one the best. Have you listened to any of Georgia Smith's music? Mm-mm. Oh, it's beautiful. It's real good shit. I will, I will listen. For sure. That's one like thing I, I really... stopped listening to podcasts. <laughs> That's one thing I really... crime junkie. Sorry, <laughs> I keep interrupting. One thing I really love about this album is that the people he chose to feature on it are, like, really, really talented people. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Georgia Smith is so talented. She's starting to get a pretty good um, U.S. following. Um, and that she did one of those... I always forget who they're by, but, you know, the room is painted one color and, like, their outfit kind of matches... The videos where they sing a song? I, yes, I feel like I do, but I, I can't tell you what it is. Yeah, she did one of those. <laughs> nice. um, and then Sampha, I think he did one of those too, but his album that he put out, I don't know if that was a 2000, yeah, it was a 2018 album. It was one of my top top 10 albums of the year. That album is very, very good. Um, and then Stevie Smith, which I have a lot to say about later, but yeah, yeah, yeah. What was your favorite? My favorite's Angel. Like I said, Tom Meesh, I can't, like... I figured. Just that song is so... Maybe it's because it's, like, the only happy song on the album. Yeah. But, um, man, it's real good. But something fun... Um, Sorry, I just moved my table. <laughs> so, uh, 
the lines that they close it out with. Um, Trust that like the fire needs the air. I won't burn unless you're there. That's a sample from 50 Cent's Hustler's Ambition. So the song Ambition off of 50 Cent's Hustler album. Um, They sampled that line from there. And then 50 Cent sampled it from Maze's song I Need You. So it's kind of a like... I'm so interested in the world of sampling. It's insane. There's a really good TED talk on it. If you guys search like music sampling, I'm sure you'll find it. It's really interesting. Um, it's like a DJ talking about the like history of sampling. Uh, it's just real interesting how music can go so far back. And then yeah. also people are like, this is brand new. <laughs> like, no, like, ma'am. Like nobody would have ever really known. Right. Yeah. And like, my favorite thing right now, speaking of sampling, uh, that Ariana Grande song, I think it's Boyfriend, the new one that she has with a, uh, I can't remember who the song is actually. Like, she's oh, technically a... Oh, uh, my boyfriend, boyfriend. Yeah, I think it's that they song. They play that at Urban all the time. I hate it. Uh, <laughs> it it's uh, sampled from NSYNC. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen a lot of videos of people being like, oh my god, this sounds just like Antonk. It's like... Because well, it's sampled. Happened, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh no, it's um, on Break Up With Your Girlfriend. Oh. Break Up With Your Girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. Well, boyfriend, girlfriend, like... Whatever. Whatever. They're the same. They're the same. Same, same. But yeah, sampling's <clears throat> cool. That's all that that tangent it was about. Cool. Uh, what do you like? What do you like? Um, this album is very relaxing. Mm-hmm. Like normally, like this is this is the kind of like rap that like I can listen to and really enjoy because it doesn't feel aggressive. Um, I'm a very sensitive individual, <laughs> and when anything is too aggressive, I get nervous. Um, that's irrelevant to this, but like. It is just very relaxing, and it, it is more spoke, spoken wordy than it is rappy, mm-hmm. which is I like that. Also, the transitions on this album are super hot fire. I hate that I said that. It's very early this morning. <laughs> um, they're very good. I I like. Is he actually talking to Tom before Angel starts playing? Because it's like they play it in the car, and then it like comes yeah. on. That's so good. That is just so good. I just, I was really into all the transitions. Yeah, it's so good. There's a lot of, I just like big chef's kiss to any album that has like phone call recordings and voicemail recordings or just like recordings of people like in a room together. Um, oh, it's just so like it's so cool because then you like kind of get you step outside of the album and you're like oh Mm -hmm. this is a thing that people put work into that they they live their life around this album for a hot minute right and you like it's very yeah you just get to step outside of the music for a second and it's so it's so cool I also liked how at the beginning of a lot of songs it sounded like 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 the, it was like the discussion in the studio before you actually like started but like they left that mm-hmm. part in 
I really like that too because it does it like makes it feel like more raw mm. I guess yeah is that sure. what you could describe it um I was also like really fucked up by the actual like not waving but drowning track with the lady mm-hmm. like the old British lady like just reading yeah, a little that's story. Stevie Smith um okay. which I can tell you about if you're ready for okay yeah. so loyal um so the whole album is named after a poem by cv smith um called not waving but drowning and she's featured on that track uh from they sampled that audio from a video of her discussing the poem like why she wrote it um and he discovered the poem while looking through, so his granddad, after he had passed, um, he got this notebook from his granddad that was um, his poetry and late night thoughts notebook. Like the notebook was just always on his bedside table. Mm -hmm. Um, And the, he said, um, where'd it go? I just have it on here. I don't know where it went, but he said that there was just like words, just a few words. Like, um, I think it said, I'm not waving, but drowning. Like the grandpa had written that. And so he looked up those words and found this poem. Um, and the poem is about depression and feeling alone and helpless. Um, and Stevie Smith actually had attempted suicide shortly after this poem's release. Um, but the original poem says nobody heard him, the dead man, but he still lay moaning. I was much further out than you thought and not waving, but drowning poor chap. He always loved larking and now he's dead. It must've been too cold for him. His heart gave away. They said, Oh no, no, no. It was too cold. Always still the lead one day, the still the dead one lay moaning. I was much too far out for all my life and not waving, but drowning. So, yeah. That's very um, sad. So that's what the whole <clears throat> the whole album was, like, based around this poem that he had found um, from his grandpa. And so if you buy the vinyl, um, there's a page with a dedication, and it says, For my big Papa Bill and Stevie Smith, for without their words, these ones wouldn't exist. And then for my mom, French Vanillas, Ryan, and Tomo, for their love or words, for their love of words and trust in mine. Um, and then also for Benjamin Zephania, without him, there would be no Elsie. So, um, yeah, that just kind of gives you a background on why the album is called what it is, um, why the, just like this, this album is pretty depressing, to be honest, if you really listen to the lyrics mm-hmm. throughout the whole thing. Um because he uh, he said he had a lot of work to do on himself, um, and he asked himself a lot of questions, and some of them were scary and some of them were cool. Um, and he says that after making this album, he's happier in himself, um, which means he's able to look at what's stressful in the rest of the world around him. Um, so this album is like one of growth and one of discovery and things like that. Yeah, and that's what makes it's it a really cool. Cooler. Yeah, 
And at that, if you watch the video, if you type in Stevie Smith, not waving but drowning, there will be a video. It's black and white. This old lady, she's just like walking around some trees talking about this poem. And like, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's me. But that's all I had to say about that. Well, dang. Should we should we bring it up <laughs> with like a joke or something? Uh, sure. <laughs> Do you have a joke? Um, Did you know that no, one time I called into a radio station and told a joke? When I was young? I'm not surprised yeah, at all you, by that. Do you want to know what joke it was? I'm glad. Um, yes. Why did the cookie go to the doctor? He was feeling crummy. Why? Thank you so much. That's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so Good much. Night. Good night. <laughs> Good night. Um, there's nothing I don't like. <laughs> I agree. There's nothing I've but listened to it I don't so like many either. times that it's just like perfect. I know. I had I had to like try to like catch up because usually it's like we both kind of like have listened to the album mm-hmm. like a similar amount of times oh this yeah time, not the case <laughs> i was like blasting this one and i also have to just try really hard not to just <laughs> listen to crime junkie yeah that one's hours on end because listen to something else they're so short and they're uh, and i just pretty soon well i like binging podcasts and I don't like catching up because then you're out of podcast. But when I do catch up, it forces me to listen to something else. And normally that's a new podcast. Because for the longest time, mm-hmm. I like listen to like only two podcasts. Yeah. So now I have so much content all the time. Tell, tell us um, yeah. what you're listening to on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify. On Spotify, Anchor, all of the places you can find a podcast, you can listen to us. I don't think you can tell us anything there. Uh, if you find a way, go no, on. No, you can send us brainwaves. You can, you, you can call me, but actually don't do that. I, I talking to people answer. on the phone. I don't answer I'm one phone. of those. I do not. When I was young, I, I hated. refused to talk to people on the phone. I fucking hated it. And then now, at my ripe old age of 22, I love talking to people on the phone. If I have a quick question for you, I'd rather call you because I don't want to wait 10 minutes for you to look at your phone and see the text message. Yeah. I can I can talk to people on the phone if they're in my close inner circle. But like beyond that, do not talk. Do not speak to me on the phone. Don't call me. I won't answer. Like literally... You are more likely to reach me via email than you are nah. if you just call If I have your number saved in my phone, I will answer. I think I'd check my email more. Yeah, I also don't answer You also any shouldn't I don't end know. those. You should just let them ring. Yeah, I do. I just I just like sit and like look at my wall like in just disgust cuz <laughs> I have to wait for this to be over and it's usually interrupting something that's very important. <laughs> There's a like new TikTok. feature on iOS 13 so. on the iPhone where you can basically mute all unknown calls um, and it'll just, like, it won't show up on your phone. You'll just get a notification afterwards that said this number called you or this number left a voicemail. Well, I had that on, but I DoorDash a lot of food and they call you to let you know that they're here. Even though I put very, very specific delivery instructions 
they just never fucking look at them. So I have to go downstairs. It's called DoorDash. Yeah. Bring it to my goddamn door. You have one job. Right. But yeah, the only reason, it. like, I get a lot of, like, random calls from places in Indiana, but, like, since I'm in still in my job hunt, I have to have my phone on because just in case I might get a call from somebody who wants to employ me. Yeah, but typically people so. won't just call you. They email you first. You're right. And it also, it says, like, I only answer right. if it says it's, like, from Detroit. Next week. We'll say that. What are we doing? Woo! Next week, we're doing... Next week. The High Women. So, Brandy Carlisle, badass bitch. That's actually our most listened to episode. That episode has, like... It is. A fuckload of views on... Rightfully so. ...on YouTube. It's got, like, 200 and some on YouTube, which is kind of wild. Woo! Keep watching our stuff, please. We're real dumb, so they're kind of fun to go back to. Listen Um, and watch. Anyways, Brandy Carlisle started, like, this badass country girl group. There's, like, Cheryl Crow is featured in it. Uh, fucking lots of people are on it. It's really, really cool. And it's real country, so that's gonna be different for us, but... Because neither of us are into that, she's, but if it's Brandy Carlisle, on this shit, no. so she's on most of the tracks on the album. I've listened to it once already. Um... But woo woo, it's real good. Also, before we next week, you should watch. They were on Ellen to talk about it, and it's on YouTube. It's like a five minute YouTube video. You should watch that. Um, that's all I have to say. Have that's a it. Musical. That's today. Do it or or be sucky. Bye.